Yeah, Meg's plan has always been to support me financially. Yes, yeah. Yep. I want a guest house for you to live in. Yes, and then our husbands will like live in a shitty house next door. Yeah, that's the plan. The biggest... Uh, excuse me. Okay, well, let's wrap this shit up. Hello? Listen, bitch. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Listen, Bitch. I'm here doing a virtual episode with one of my best friends from high school. This is a huge fucking deal. This bitch is my soulmate. And we're doing a virtual episode because we're not plebeians. We are paying attention to the social distancing. So if everyone could please welcome Megan Hanahan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Megan, if you just want to go ahead, I always start off who you are and how we met. What's our what's our story? Okay, well, my name is Megan Hanahan. Meg for short. Only Lexi calls me Meg, so. I would say we've known each other since elementary school, yeah. but we didn't become best friends until junior year of high school when we were on this New York City trip mm. and we all <laughs> We got put into groups, and you were the only number I knew on the group. Yep, literally. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, I don't have these other numbers. It's like, I've never heard of these people in my life. Yeah, and I think I got a text, and was like, Meg Hanahan, it's Lexi White. <laughs> because it was like a junior-senior trip or something, and like, but not a lot yeah. of juniors went. We like somehow like skirted our way onto the group. Yeah, because I think it was like seniors had priority. Yeah, we didn't have any priority. Like, we shouldn't have been there. No, but... It's whatever. But, and then we really became best friends when we went to the top of the Empire State Building and you proposed. And Wait, I forgot about that because I'm really afraid of heights and I really yeah, did not want to Yeah, that's what it was. That. You wouldn't leave, like, the door. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, Meg, can you go see how the view is? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't, I never saw the view because I'm, like, deathly afraid of heights. And I think we've just been best friends since then, even through college through visiting you at Ithaca and you visiting me at Binghamton and you just showing up to my house when my mom was making chicken parm. Ugh, and chicken riggies. And chicken riggies, yeah. Yeah, and we've just been BFFs ever since. And Megan needs to come to all my softball games in high school, which is Ugh. crazy because truly, it takes what? It's probably a 10 or 15 minute walk from our high school it's up somehow, this giant hill. I think they somehow put the softball field purposely behind the baseball field in every trash can that was at Western the yes. High School. Yes. Yeah, and that's how you got there. Yeah, it was, you had to walk past the parking lot, past the track field, <laughs> <laughs> past the football field, past the soccer field. And then I think there was a sign that says, are you sure you want to go? Yeah, do you want to keep going? And then there was like a little mini hill. And then there was yes. the baseball field. Yes. Oh, well, then also there was, like, the discus thing, and then the yeah, baseball field, was, and then if you kept yeah. walking, and this was all just a straight incline, then you got to the softball it's, field. It's all uphill. Yeah. Yeah. That a was A lot of hellier. hazards, too, on the way. Like, you could have got hit with every type of ball you've ever known in your life. Essentially, walk through no man's land. Like, you just didn't know what, what you were going to yes. see on your way up there. Yeah, and it was just me, my brother, who I brought with me because he needed a ride Home. home. And I think your parents. Yep. And that's, that was, that was it. All that was at our games. So right now I'm an actuary. um, And to the two people listening that know what that is, an actuary, um, I guess to describe it, they calculate risk. um, And there's a bunch of exams that I have to take to become certified, kind of like accountants. So uh, 
right now my plan is to take all of those exams um, as soon as I can and make a lot of money so that I can support you. Thank you. Yeah, Meg's plan has always been to support me financially. Yes, yeah. Yep. I want a guest house for you to live in. Yes, and then our husbands will like live in a shitty house next door. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay, so this episode, Megan and I are talking about adult friendships, um, more specifically like long distance slash cross-country friendships because obviously I live in LA and Meg lives in Syracuse. So just to give you more like, not feedback, just to give you like... <laughs> a better understanding of our friendship i feel like it's so empowering when you meet someone and you're like oh that's that's that bitch is my bff for life i'm trying to think of like when we realized that probably pretty early a few times yeah definitely early but i think there was a few moments that really just like solidified it um, i agree <laughs> well, <laughs> let me hear yours <laughs> I have two in mind. <laughs> but the first one is your 21st birthday. Yep. Where you drank a bunch of Tito's. So I drank a lot of stuff that night. Yeah. You did You did mix it up a little bit. You were taking shots with your dad, too. Um, But we went to Coleman's. And I think it was right when we walked into Coleman's and you... <laughs> You were like, I have to throw up. <laughs> no, it was later. Because right when we walked in, remember, oh, we, we, saw, you- we saw people from high school. Yes. And... Um, they kept buying me drinks, and then yes. also my sisters bought me drinks, and that was just, like, a mess. I don't know if it was that day, but I think someone had a tab open, and you fully took advantage of They were that like, tab. oh my god, it's your birthday? Put yeah. all your drinks on my tab, and I was like, you should not have that said that it. to me. Yeah. But um, I did anyways, and then also, people ooh. just, because it was, well, we had had this huge birthday party, so a lot of people went there with us. Mm-hmm. And it was May, too, so, like, everyone was home. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, the first weekend home after college. Um, yeah. But then, remember we went out to the porch? We were probably we there did. for, we like, went. 30, I don't know, 30 minutes to... We were there for a while, but... Because um, I remember I kept drinking, like, people kept giving me you drinks. Did, you did get, we got a lot of drink. I think I bought you one, too, and it was a rum and coke, but it was all rum. Yeah, I do remember drinking that. Yeah, but um, we were out on the porch, and it was it was vomit time. But we were out on the porch. So being the best friend that I am, well, you threw up in the bushes while one of our other friends peed next to you. Yeah. I, I mean, I projectile vomited into the yeah, bushes. Yeah, it was. I stood up on a chair. <laughs> That's so bad. Um, I stood up on a chair blocking you while you threw up, which like, if no one knows me, I'm I'm 5'2", so like, I don't really know what a small woman putting her arms out is really helping but I think I blocked you from a decent amount of people and then after the bouncer asked me what I was doing and I said don't worry about it yep and then we went in and then we danced and we had another drink yep (laughs) (laughs) I mean literally well first I remember like I was like Megan Mm -hmm. I gotta throw up but to get like in Coleman's Mm -hmm. the bathroom is so far from where we were yeah, you have to get, and it was, remember, it was so crowded, like, you couldn't even move. Yes. So, I was like, I gotta throw up, and someone from our high school, who I will not name, was like, you have to throw mm-hmm. up, because I have to pee. And I was like, yeah. I'm about to throw up in these bushes, and he's like, if you throw up in the bushes, I will pee in the bushes. And I was like, good for you. And so, he peed yes. in the bushes, while I projectile vomit in the bushes, and yes. Megan, being the amazing friend that she is, yeah, distracted the bouncer and stood up on that chair, so that way no one yeah. would, I wouldn't get kicked out. And then I remember, yeah, um, we went back inside and everything was fine. We kept drinking. 
Yeah. And I kept talking to people with my vomit mouth. And then um, Peter, my, my, my amazing yes. siblings, that threw me this birthday party. To, we went to McDonald's. Yeah, Peter took us to the McDonald's drive-thru. Yeah, that's um, I, that's the story I was going to tell, too. What's your other story? Um, it was my brother's graduation party. And oh. my, my dad's ex-girlfriend, Vicky, R.I.P. Vicky, not gone from the world, but gone from our lives. Life. And we miss yes. her. Yeah, she still texts me. It's okay. <laughs> um, but we were playing Stack Cup. And we were pouring the bitch cup, and she was like, she was pretty hammered too. And oh my gosh, she was like, so drunk. At this point, we've yeah. probably been drinking for what six hours straight. Oh yes, yeah, we've been drinking for a while. But um, we were filling up the bitch cup, and she was like, "Well, I'm not drinking that." And you were like, "You know what, Vicky, I got you." And she goes, "You know what?" She, I think she turned to me and she goes, "That's a good bitch right there." <laughs> yes. Because the thing is, I was drunk, but Vicky was like, if she drank that bitch cup, she oh, was, no. we were never going to see her again. She was going no, that was to literally die. And she would not have made it to wherever no, she was No, she looked at someone pouring the bitch cup and, like, started throwing up, I think. Yeah. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, girl? Like, Mm-mm. I am in a good place to do this. But yeah, and then <laughs> remember... <got> she... <laughs> and then I think she said it to Pam or something. She was like, that's a good bitch right there. And Pam was like... Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yep. 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 Those were also my two stories, which is further proof. They're my soulmate. Those are good testaments to like, you always have my back because in that situation, mm-hmm. on my 21st birthday, projectile vomiting into the bushes, you yeah. could have been like, you know, you could have not had my back. I was mm-hmm. so drunk. I could even think about, am I going to get kicked out? I was just like, yes. I need a place to put this throw up. And you were thinking like, oh, we got to make sure that she doesn't get kicked out of here. We got to make sure that yep. this goes, you know, unnoticed. And truly, I'd say you have seen me at my absolute worst. So. Yeah, I would say you have also seen me at my worst. And. Like when you, when I visited you at Binghamton prove... and you threw up in your bed. Okay. Yes, that we were sleeping in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or um, freshman year when I came to Cortica and I dropped my phone in the toilet. Oh, yeah. When, so Ithaca has this huge game. With Cortland called Cortica, and Meg came and visited me, and we we were at the game. We couldn't find your phone, and I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. No. Just obviously, one, you know where yes. how to get back to my room. Yes, and just stay with me. We were so dumb too. Like my roommate and I threw like a rager in our dorm. Like there was like probably what twenty people in there, and that was so stupid. But anyways, we get back from the game, and I went to go to the bathroom, and I opened up the toilet seat and there was your phone and i stuck my hand in the toilet and fished it out for you yes it was so nice who knows how many people went to the bathroom on it we don't know we just know that it was there it was there for probably three hours minimum i don't i don't even think my mom was as mad that my phone died well like yeah like completely left the earth um because i was with you yeah yeah she was like, oh, you're such a good friend. You were visiting Lexi. And I was like, yeah, of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, we've, we've seen each other through some, some shit. And then something that we, like, I remember we went to college and we were talking about, like, making friends. And we kind of realized, like, it's so different maintaining friendships that you've had when you go off to college or you move somewhere. Like, you meet so many people that come from different walks of life than you that you kind of realize, like, what you do and don't believe in. And you kind of realize, like what you will and will not put up with. But it's also really difficult to make friends as an adult. And I think you definitely struggle with that when we first went to college and now like everywhere you go, you know what I mean? Like you run your little friend group at work and you know, 
thriving with the Binghamton Running Club. Like, how did you make friends as an adult? And, like, what are some things that you found, like, more difficult about friendships in your 20s than, like, earlier when you are in high school or mm-hmm. early college? Yeah, my first few months at college were pretty rough because um, I think our friend group was so close-knit. Yeah. Um, And we were all from like, different groups, I would say. Yeah. Um, like, I was running, and Liv and Isla were swimming, and you were marching, banding, and softball. You had a tough life. <laughs> I should have been, like, much more of a loser than I was. Like, I should have had no friends. I had all of the potential. Like, based on, like, what I did in high school, I had the potential to, like, be the girl mm-hmm. that wore like cookie monster pajamas to school oh yes you and the have, fact you... that i wasn't is like mm. remarkable because no. i was the captain of the softball team your locker and i was, was in, in the, the drum line wing. my locker was next to the bathroom in the music wing and that is a uh that's a tough bathroom. disgusting that's where people would go to shit in high school yes and so the fact that i had any friends is like a, a fucking miracle but i think we were all so close that when i got to college and i just like couldn't even find at first or I don't even think I like put myself like out there for like a group to just like kind of like join and like make my friends from there um so I like struggled a little bit but then I like actually started like hanging out with people from running club like going to parties like staying with them for dinner meeting them for lunch um and the same thing with my friends now in Syracuse, it was hard at first because all of you guys just decided to leave me here when I decided to Sorry. <laughs> God. Yeah, but you also interned with them one summer. I did. I interned um, with them after my junior year, so right before my senior and year. And Liv and, Liv and um, mm-hmm. Isla were still here that summer, even though I wasn't. Yes. Yeah. You were here for your birthday and then towards the end a little bit. Yeah. But, um, I, like, knew I really liked that job, and I, like, connected with, like, a few people, like, not just, like, professionally, but, like, as, like, really good friends, um, and then I was hired, um, during my senior year to come back when I graduated, and I just, like, just, like, put myself out there more, like, going to, like, happy hours whenever they were, yeah. um, like, anyone sent out a message saying that the one was happening, or, like, if someone was having, like, a party, or, like, if people were just, like, hanging out, I just, like, made sure that I went, that way I could just, like, get to know people more. And then right. They, like, come to me, I guess, for more things. Like, saying um, yes to stuff versus yes. being, like, oh, I don't really want to do that. Kind of, like, forcing yourself to. Yeah, because I think in high school, like, any opportunity that you have to, like, hang out with people is, like, made through um, the school itself. Like, there's always, like, you're seeing anyone, like, in the hallway. Like, if you tell them one joke, like, someone's going to laugh and, like, maybe, like, take that, you know, like, with them that, like, they want to, like, get to know you more, or, like, you're going to see them during your lunch period, or, like, your study hall period, so, like, you, there's always, just always, like, yeah, so much more organic, hang out, yeah, exactly, whereas, like, when you're in college, and even more when you, like, graduate from college, like, you have to, like, go out and, like, make those opportunities, and I think, um, you, like, put yourself in a rut if you don't even take advantage of them from the start, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I feel like it's hard because you kind of, not that you have to, like, be fake, but you really mm-hmm. have to, like, put on this front and, like, put in so much effort versus, like, yeah, like, I even think, remember in high school, we literally just, like, hey, you guys want to hang out? And, like, no one was doing anything. We were never no. busy. Like, uh-uh. we were, like, yeah, sure. And we would all just, remember we would literally call and be, like, okay, I'm picking you up in 10 minutes. And we would just go, and we yeah. just go do dumb shit. Like, versus in college, uh-huh. it's, like, you have to really schedule everything. And, like, I feel like the biggest part of 
having friendships in your 20s and like maintaining that um is one like looking around and like really seeing like who is beneficial to keep in your life and like who can you absolutely not like live without yeah um and making sure that you like contact them and stay in touch with them and it's so hard for us because we live across the country um it's fine but i i'd say like we handle it pretty well like i feel like i always know what's going on in your life you always know what's mm-hmm. going on in my life yeah and i feel like that is like the biggest part of it is just communication like you know calling yeah. each other and like leaving a voicemail or facetiming i feel like the yeah. biggest thing that we do is um just like when you see something like that reminds you of someone like sending it to them like we text in the yeah. group message every single day like because we have a group mm-hmm. message of just the girls then we have a group message with alex who's the only boy left <laughs> in our boil. like big friend <laughs> that poor kid i don't know why he's still there i don't know and there's been so many times that i was like I should text us in the girls' group message, but I'm already in the big group message now. Fuck it. He's he's listened to a lot of stuff. Um, Yeah. But, and we text in those, at least the big one, every single day. The hardest part is just, like, keeping communication, because it's so easy to be, like, caught up in your own life and then be like, oh, my God, why isn't this person texting me or whatever? It's like, and I feel like you constant, you just have to, like, if you want to talk to someone, you have to, like, constantly be reaching out to them. And I would say so. I think we're also good at, like, if I call you and you don't answer, like, you're always just, like, quick to send, like, hey, like, what's up? And, like, even if you, like, can't get back to me, like, I would just, like, give you a description of, like, kind of, like, what's happening. Like, if I, like, needed to talk to someone. Yeah. Um, and I would say you do the same, too, if, like, I'm not available to, like, FaceTime. You just, like, yeah. kind of send me what's going on and like when either of us like have like enough free time to like fully give the other person like the attention that they deserve we like make sure that we that everything like is okay yeah that's so true like if I call someone and they don't pick up and it's not an emergency I want to be like hey haha just like saw this funny thing or like was just bored like wanted to see how you're doing like I want them to know like okay it's not an emergency same if I can't talk to someone especially just with the time difference i feel like it's really difficult sometimes like oh. sometimes i'm home to like 7 seven thirty, and that's like you're like going to bed <laughs> like yes you know and that's <laughs> difficult because then it's like okay now i can give mm-hmm. you my full attention yeah well you know what sucks right now is that all of us are home and we can't even yeah. see each other <laughs> when yeah. was the last time we were all home was like christmas and we only saw, only saw each other once because like the times that we were home like didn't overlap correctly me and you spent New Year's for, like, New Year's <laughs> together for, like, the first time and I think, like, four years. So long. We did that, like, birthday drive-by for Isla, which was so fun. And then we all texted the group message, which, group message and we were like, was that fucking depressing? Because, like, we couldn't even, yes. like, hang out with each other. We had to, like, pull around the block to talk to each other. Yeah, that was, like, so sad. Yeah, you dropped apples off at my house. Yeah, and then I dropped them off to your boyfriend's house. Hey, Cam. <laughs> One, let me just say that I love you. I love so, you. Hoopla. Hoopla. We thought we were so funny when we would say that. Yeah. Didn't we base it off of that frozen yogurt place? Yeah, because we would go, because Mondays it was like $3 for like all you could eat for you. It was a deal. And we went and we saw <laughs> that one time. Hope he's listening to this. No, XOXO. I saw <laughs> And he was live and streaming. And him. you said, you said you would yes. pay me like 20 bucks or something to go up and talk to him. I did. I was like, hi, my friend, Megan. She's a big fan of yours. Yep. And you, while you were watching it on your live stream at home. Yes. Because I'm a good fucking friend. (laughs) 
then he blocked you? No, remember I thought he blocked me, but then I forgot that I blocked him because he kept showing up on my explore page. Yes. I was like, oh my god, he blocked me. And then I went to my block list and I was like, no, nope, I blocked him. <laughs> I forgot. Yes. <laughs> I thought we're experts on friendships, but I just feel like, you know, we really... I just think... We I get think it. So. We know how to have like I a healthy... It friendship um what's some advice that you would give to your younger self about specifically about like friendships and friendships in your 20s younger megan was an idiot but um (laughs) i would say put yourself out there in a sense of if you like know someone who like enjoy like being around and like think that you could have a great friendship but like doesn't necessarily like completely like fit like seamlessly into your life to like go out of your way and make that connection because in the long run like it could be worth it and it could be someone that like gives you another perspective like on life um from however way they're living it as opposed to like the current situation that you're in just like someone that could like make your life better even though it seems like it would be like too much of an inconvenience to be friends with them yeah wow that was so well said (laughs) thank you (laughs) I would say to my younger self, I'd be like, listen, bitch. Smart. You tie in. Way to go. Bonus points. <laughs> um, that's just some subtle branding for you guys. Um, but I'd say to my younger self, like, listen, bitch, you care a lot about other people and people have their own lives and like you can't expect people to read your mind. So if you're upset with someone, you need to tell them. Mm-hmm. But also like if you want have someone in your life, like, you know, just make that clear and say like listen I care a lot about our friendship and to really just like hone in and solidify like the good friendships that you have because it's so much better to have like a close-knit group of friends than to have like 80,000 friendships that are like all surface level when I was younger I used to worry a lot about like oh my god I'm not friends with that person anymore and I'm like yes but I have like really deepened these other like more meaningful friendships in my life and that was like and I think about it now like you guys have like seen me through so much shit And, like, so much Mm -hmm. of, like, my successes and so many of my mistakes and my downfalls. And, like, that's been way more beneficial than, like, a new friend each season, you know? Yeah. So I'd be like, listen, bitch, don't fucking do that. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I love you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. If you guys want to follow her, you can find her at Megan Hanahan. No H. No H in Megan. M-E-G-A-N. Hanahan. I like how you did spell Hanahan, so it's up to them to find it. <laughs> oh, it's not that. I just, it's too many H's and N's, and I, yeah. You know, and I would get tripped up verbally. Okay, well, I love you, bitch. Um, have fun doing your workout. That sounds fucking awful. I'm gonna go eat tacos. Love you. Love you too.